0: (laughs) hello everyone welcome back to the master's muscle podcast after a week hiatus we are back in what better way to have a phenomenal guest but before we bring him on i want to go ahead and show a quick video for those of you that don't know the man of the hour
1: like so long ago
2: Talk to well, going to the early say to beat the champ, you got to knock him out. Now, I don't yeah. know whether or not I agree with that, yeah. but uh, really, what it comes down to.
0: is. So, Vin, why don't you go ahead and introduce the man of the hour?
2: It's freezing up. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how long we've known each other, Victor. Yeah. It's been about, maybe I mean, probably yeah. 20 years. Um, You know, oh, Victor's God. got uh, a lot of titles under his belt uh, from New York Pro, Arnold Classic champion, top two in the Mister Olympia. But uh, one of the most important things that I know and a lot of people talk about, Victor, is that he's one of the nicest guys. He uh, has time for everybody. <laughs> he's always right. showing somebody how to work out. Yeah, man, you're, you've got nothing but respect from a lot of people. Uh, Victor, welcome to the Masters of Muscle podcast.
1: Thank you, Vinny. Thank you. Uh, sure. You're
2: welcome. You're welcome. So um, kind of recent news, I read that uh, the um, Legends Championships is going to be
1: coming back that you're promoting. Yes, yes. Trying to bring that back after a pandemic, three years, you know, I tried to bring it back last year, but it was too late trying to get venues and the venues were getting a little crazy, still asking for vaccine cards and all that. So I didn't want to touch it. I don't want to put my athletes or my patrons through that. You know, I understand the government has a different agenda, but I, I had to call it a loss for last year. You know just because of my venue was being so crazy with the- and when will it be held this year it's going to be july 22nd over at lehman college performing arts and where's that at in the city in the bronx yeah bedford park 250 bedford park all right cool cool in the bronx yeah
2: and um so a lot of people have been asking sean and i uh, what were your thoughts on how did you feel about coming in second place to jay cutler at the olympia like, you
0: know, Milo's is talking a lot, talking a lot of stuff saying you should have won, but how, what are your feelings on it? Should you have won or should, did Jay rightfully beat you?
1: I mean, that, I mean, I should have won is one thing when you're backstage and you're actually still competing and you're still got the pro 10 on. And uh, it was a big difference when I uh, actually saw the pictures and the videos and it was just like, wow. I just got dissed <laughs> basically, you know, because I don't, I don't put it on Jay. Jay just shows up and did his work just like I did. So it was True. just, uh, you know, the panel was just, uh, you know, treating me like a bullheaded stepchild. <laughs> no, ball-headed adopted stepchild. <laughs> and you were coming off a
2: great, a great
1: win at the Arnold Classic that year. I mean your yeah, yeah was it, it, awesome. it was awesome Yeah, it was a good start for the year. You know, I mean, 0- 06 was good. Um, I was able to get third right behind Ronnie. Um, again, that was one where again I thought after I saw the pictures, I'm like, man, I thought I was good enough. But uh, again, all, all you have to do is just keep going, keep going, and uh, you can look back. As you notice, uh, most of my fans have just been talking about it. Or actually, people that actually you know want to discuss the 07 Olympia, so I let them do it because what am I going to say? You know, should have, could have. That's that, that's kind of you know it's, it's so long ago.
2: Yeah, but it's you, so you showed up with like... a great, great pa- with a great package, and uh, it was it was that was very difficult for Jay to beat you.
1: No, it was a good prep. It was a good prep that year. You know, my daughter was born. A lot of things were just going my way that year. You know, beginning of the year, and then, uh, you know, ended it that way.
2: And is uh, Victor Munoz uh, has been in your corner the whole entire time, right?
1: Yes, 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 Yeah, yes, yeah, always train with him. I mean, sometimes you know, you have those days where you want to train on your own, and you know, at his Vinny, you know, you sure. only train even with training partners sometimes, you want to train on your own because he gets zoned out. But uh, absolutely. On, on the hardest days, on the most difficult days, that was definitely. I was like, "Yo, Vic, yo, can you come and train me, please? Like, uh, I need to come see you." And he was always there, regardless. Of good, good, good days or bad days, Vic is always there. You know. Cool.
0: Is it hard to believe it was 15 years ago, or does it still feel like yesterday, brother?
1: You put it that way, it's very hard to believe it was 15 years. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Where does it go? I don't even get it, but uh, that's why you have to embrace the little time we have every day. Now, you know,
2: absolutely, and you know, more moving forward in the future, a lot of people are. Uh, I was getting text messages today. You got to ask
1: Vic. Is he going into the Masters Olympia? What's oh, What's yeah. the story? Look, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trash it anymore. I think you know, as a promoter and other promoters, you know, initially I just had a snap judgment of it all. But my biggest question is uh, when I were asked other guys, are you going to do it? And they say, yes. My second question was, well, how much are they paying? Their answer was always, I don't know. And then I would tell them, well, are you used to taking jobs without knowing your pay rate? You know? Right.
2: I know we had that conversation at the Arnold.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's one of those where it's like, okay. And uh, I don't know. I, I just feel like they just, throwing the the masters again it, without without trashing it but uh i, I don't know what i can say in, in a positive way uh towards the masters because uh you, you know when we first started even if it was the iron man for ten thousand dollars it wasn't even about the ten it was about doing the iron man qualifying for the olympia right so it was about taking names you know Sure. You know, yeah. Beating the who's who uh, coming up fresh. So you didn't care about that. You're young. You're still, you know, you're maturing right now. You're just, you're just killing guys on that stage. So it, it's a big difference, but now fast forward now, you know, it, it's one of those things where you're a master. So I kind of thought you would have a different level of respect. You know, they're going to pull you out of the woodwork. They really want to see you perform they really want to see us come out and just really pull through because we do a show. We don't cut corners, you know? Right. We don't cut corners. We don't show up and and do like the old days. Oh, this first show is going to be a a warm up, and then the nationals is going to be the one I'm really going to kill it. in. you know, (laughs) (laughs) we always want to kill it in every show. Sure. Especially on the state approach. Yeah. 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 So that being said, it's, it's one of those things, you know, I got, I got six kids, man. And, uh, of course, you know, You got a family. Yeah, I mean, you, you do a show for 10 grand, it's like, man, that doesn't even cover, you know, two weeks of living, you know, with, with my kids and family. So it's kind of like, it doesn't make sense. And plus, I have no sponsors. Now, if I had a sponsor, I had to do it for them. You know what? I, that's work. You know, I'm getting real money for my sponsors. So a lot of things vary getting there, but just doing it on my own dime, Leaving the country, which is actually also another good thing is you get to go to Romania. Yep. You know, quick yep. stop over at Dracula's castle. That would be nice. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but so, uh if just tomorrow, a show for I don't even know they have a trophy for it. I don't even know.
2: So if tomorrow they announce the prize for the all the, the divisions, what would be a number that would entice you? What would be a first place
1: prize money that would say all right maybe let me think about this i mean what would it be vinny you tell me you tell well, me l- that's handsome you know so yeah but victor i had a different route in my career like i never made it to the olympia
2: so if i get invited it's not about the money for me it's to yeah. uh finish my career out on an olympia stage yeah. so to speak so for you, okay, you it's you've been top sense. two.
1: No, that makes sense. See, like you have, you know, again, you you, you win the masters, you get to go, you know, to the open Olympia, you know, but, but you seen these guys, man, lately? Holy fuck, bro. Yeah, they're good. good. He's coming with a crazy good routine and that's just about it. (laughs) Going to Romania,
2: the guest post.
1: (laughs) Well, Romania, it's again that, you know, to do the actual show um, and qualify for Olympia, that, that would be nice, but, uh, If I had a private sponsor, if I had a a company, you know, again, backing me to do it, I don't mind. You know, I leave my kids behind and, uh, you know, I I say goodbye to the spring and half the summer just to do it, you know. but uh, Yeah,
2: that's what you're looking at,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. But right now, me focusing on my own show and bringing back legends and and worrying about the amateur athletes and giving them a platform, uh, give them a road to actually become pros. Um, I will probably make just as much as I would competing, dieting my ass off, putting myself through the grinder, you know, and just hosting a show. So I, I'm good with that. Sure. Yeah. And
2: where where are we at with your signature line? Is that...
1: um? signature line that- it's, it's pretty much right now. I think we, we, we probably just delivered to just one country. Again, uh, this is something that I really need to uh, do my due diligence as far as you know distribution because we lack the distribution i think at the arnold my partners uh talked to europa um i know they'll give it a you know okay but uh i like to see everything in writing moving forward it's not hitting the impact as far as you know speeding up the process of being available to everybody mm-hmm. and i was only the middle east so i uh, obviously i live here So this is where I want to see more of it. And I think that's where it's coming next. Once Europa signs off on it and we're good to move on, you know, and also uh, manufacturing here because, you know, it is with different uh, regulations that go on different countries. You can't bring products right away from another country, just like we can't just deliver it to another country from here. So we want to cover all our ends, make sure the ingredients uh, It's just a lot of work. It's not as simple. I mean, some people, I was wondering why they just came out with a supplement in a month. And it was basically, they were just putting on, you know, these products where you just put your label on it. And those are faster. Yeah, those are quicker. But again, those are kind of a cookie cutter. So I went with the route of just doing my own formulation. And that's where I think it hit a little bump on the road. And how do, you want
0: to come, do you eventually want to come here in the U.S. or no? Because I know LaVroni's taking that route, and I think now he's finally in the U.S.
1: Yes, yes, that's exactly. See, and it took him a while, you know, yeah. Lebron. So it's one of those things that you have to really, you know, it, it's not that simple. You have to have so much paperwork, regulations, get over that, yeah. get over the hump. So right now I'm just about on top of the hump and getting over it.
2: And what, what supplements do you have in, the, in your line? man, we have
1: like 15 different supplements from the glutamines to the creatine, to the, um, pump to, uh, pre-workouts, uh, mass gainers. Um, it was just called B mass, um, man, whey proteins, you name it. I think we just gonna have it. And, uh, cool. that's because my partner is also a distributor and he, uh, he likes to have everything, you know, and, and for me, uh, Everything is good, you know. More products, more money, more profits. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, Victor, you you won the nationals in 2000, and Vinny, you competed in that show. Yes. As well, do you remember who beat you in the in the light heavy?
2: The light heavies, I think it was. Um, Richardson was there. Craig, yeah. Craig won. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah Craig one. won the light heavy.
0: So, Victor, when you won, was your goal to win to win Olympia, win a major show? What was your thought like starting at the beginning of this?
1: It was crazy because, you know, when I first saw the first one of the first few bodybuilding shows was on ESPN. And Mm -hmm. one of them before I actually saw the Olympia. No, the Olympia 91 was the first one I saw on ESPN. I was just like catching it by chance. Yeah. And I remember I invited all my friends to come over and I was like, no, this, this is I couldn't fathom how this could be real, you know. But then uh, late nights, later on, as I got into the working out, Muscle Sport USA started coming on in ESPN. And that's where I saw Vinny stepping on stage. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. That's funny. It was you, man. It was you up there, Rock Kitchens, all these guys. Yeah. And uh, I still remember Steve Stone announcing you, interviewing you backstage. You know, rest in peace, Steve Stone. But it was one of those things where I was like, man, this is real. This guy's right here in New Jersey, you know? Like, this is fantastic. And uh, it it, it had me pumped. It had me pumped because you made it real. You were local. And uh, I'm glad I could inspire you. Yeah, yeah. No, I kept going. And I remember, you know, we would bring you up in conversation, Kai Green, Oval Burke, and all that. And uh, I would just compete, but I was still never fully in it. It was one of those, I always had two, three jobs. Mm. So I competed whenever I had that chance. And it was usually twice a year. It was the beginning of the year or right in the middle, beginning of the summer. You know, that's why I did the Metropolitan and the I I remember that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was in the audience. I was like, this guy's going to be on the Olympia stage one day.
1: Yeah, no, no, it was great. It was great. But then, again, I would do the shows. And... Saturday night, you go out to eat, come Sunday, you stop for about a week or two and then you start training again. but you know, you disappear from the scene because we didn't have this correlation right now of social media, you know, obviously you picked up the magazines, which is already like four or five months late yep. news you were getting, you know, so it, it was uh, as I did as much as I could do in order to stay around the mix. And then I, I was hearing uh, of Vinnie, uh, Frank Santoriello, uh, Dave Palumbo. Everybody was coming out either from New Jersey or from Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was like, what the hell is going on over there? You know, like I didn't know. And then uh, my friend, uh, if I can remember his name, uh, he was actually a, a first person that introduced me to uh, Dave Palumbo. Um, he also uh, passed away, rest in peace, but uh, I remember his name will come out. So he goes, and I said, man, I think I've found a secret diet to get ready for a show. And he's like, yeah, because you're looking great. What, what is it? I go, chicken and broccoli. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? Do you eat carbs, though? And I say, yeah, and sometimes rice. <laughs> but I tell you what. I did that same diet all the way up to the nationals and it was really like there was no macros, there was no checking heart rate, it was just where am I not peeled enough keep pushing, where am I not peeled enough keep pushing, right when you're there okay now you can stop and it was just. uh, Simple ways. And I think that's what's confusing a lot of guys now that has so much information. They don't know which way to go.
2: Absolutely. I say that all the time. Yeah, I get, I'm get i sure you do too. Like when you're seeing guys in the gym, like what's, what's the secret?
1: I'm yes. Like,
2: keep it simple. Yes. And you know, Sean and I talked about this just recently about macros. And I said to him, I've never counted a calorie in my life. I don't even know what that means. I just rotate my carbs. And I know for me, a certain amount of protein works well for me per meal. Yes. And anything more than that, I get a stomach ache, Anything less, it doesn't do anything for me. So yeah, I mean, it's we come from an era that it was just simple.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was Amazon. John Timbeck. It was John Timbeck.
2: John, Timbeck.
1: that that had say, hold on, hold on. You look ready, but you're still holding water. He goes, I'm gonna call Dave Palumbo on my phone, and I go, you know him. Trex, and Trex, Dave Palumbo, and I opened the magazine.
2: <laughs> it's mad
1: scientist. That's great. Uh, Dave It's simple, but Dave, i, I tell you what. Uh, you, you say I took the time. Dave actually took the time. They did not know me from a hole in the wall. And he just gave me, literally was on the phone with me for about 15, 20 minutes saying, so what did you do? How do you feel? And all that. And just broke it down and simplified everything. They didn't get all crazy technical, you know? Yeah, but you know, back then
2: that worked because you weren't smothered by the social media that the guys have today. Yeah, the and pressure. So we ha- yeah, and we have that. We have a problem today. Like if a young guy comes up to you or me um, and asks for advice, you know that two hours later they're asking somebody else yeah. because they saw something else on Instagram.
1: They do the it shop very- around, the shop around. I'm like, yeah, I oh, mean, I ain't got time. It, it depends. You usually know. I mean, I'm getting better at knowing who's serious, who's not. It's kind of like the people that I wanna I want to train. And I tell them one session, 500. 500 is like, yeah, because I know you're not coming back, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So are you are you are you doing training also?
1: With, I with train you. people, worthy people, you know, people get that see it in their eyes. You know how you can see it in their eyes, Vinny? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You can see it when we train, and and those that actually leave their phone down. It's like I like taking the time for people like that. It's actually, it feels very uh, fulfilling, you know. Sure. I'm obviously not killing them, you know, especially in this market. I personally like to train with them. I don't like to do the one-on-one. I'm not going to count for you. I'm not going to handle you weights. I'm not gonna do any of that. We're gonna go through an actual workout. You know, nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's so, how many people do you scare off, though? <laughs> wow. I mean, it's it's again. I I have most of my clients are working class. That lawyers, you know, developers. They're not, you know, uh, a lot of the kids that just want to train where you want to record it. I'm like, no. If you're gonna record it, and again, it, that's when they get the upcharge fee. You know, you really pay me. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you know, record me, record the workout, see you later, you know, recycle it about uh ten, fifteen times online. It's like cool, you can do that, but I'm I'm gonna get, you know, what's worth out of it. But uh I like the everyday person a little bit better. You know?
0: Victor, somebody's actually—we have questions. People can ask questions here that you guys can't see, but somebody's asking: right. Do you training training anybody that's going pro, nationals, or again, like you said, the typical blue collar? I have, players, I have, players.
1: I have trained somebody, a couple of people that were going pro, and actually, uh, I think I, I I got it on the first run. You know, without saying oh, names, nice. you know, without saying names, I was just uh, a, a couple of them. But when people do show up and they are serious, I, I put my time to it. I don't really like uh, cutting corners. I don't have time. If you're devoted, I'll devote my time as well, you know, because I hate you wasting my time. I got six kids to tend to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But training is fun again, but I like training with them. That's when you get the most out of it. That's cool. I,
2: I, uh, when I saw you at the Arnold um, and, and now I, I just saw recently you had, you had mentioned something that um, that I noticed at the Arnold, a lot of the supplement companies didn't have a lot of the athletes that we normally have seen. Right. So like you, you were at a lot of the boots over the years. I was with animal for 18 years and you do the same names all the time. You were, and fans would always come and I want to see Victor Martinez. I want to see Vinny Galanti and so on. And I, it felt like a very empty feeling at the Arnold
1: this year. I mean, again, Ar- Arnold puts on a great show. It's not the Arnold's fault. It's not the Arnold's fault. It's is million-dollar companies <laughs> that are just getting too cheap. They want more profits, less theatrics, and uh, miss those days. You went yep. to one booth. You saw anybody. It doesn't matter what category, what class, but you were able to hang out in each booth, and by the time you were done, you, cl- you opened the freaking expo and you closed it out. But right now, what do you do? A stopover, get a couple of freebies if they even give that anymore, which they don't. Yeah, and uh, I think there was like maybe four booths that I saw people. You know, yep. Think it I, was remember, I remember. I yeah.
2: remember Monica Brandt would have like an yes. hour of wait on her line.
1: So even Monica, more. all the fitness figure girl. It was fun. It was fun. You're actually, you know, again. And once you have that connection, guess what? you can't wait for the next one. Or when the next show came, you wanted to see them, you wanted to pull for them because you had that, whatever moment, whether it was five minutes or or 10 minutes or whatever, you share with them. Now you feel like, wow, you know what? I'm gonna continue looking for this person. i want to continue supporting them. Any which way, you came out with apparels later on. It's just a lot of things, a lot of things happen. Uh, But now it's just kinda, they use the social media, influencers which again, <laughs> i'm like okay you know yep a cutie pie that's about it but you keep moving you don't really stop it's just kind of i don't know it didn't have the impact of what it was back in the you know early 2000s and the uh it's just gone it's gone now
2: yes it's 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 kind of like a, a a dull moment when you're walking in there it's not and w- and I'm sure that people walk in today for the first time are excited, but they don't. Oh know yeah, they're
1: excited is. again because it, it just the, the crowd in and of itself and the Arnold has probably got one of the best expos in the country. Sure. Um, yeah, they also have the shows on stage, the some of the prejudgings. Um, they organize it very well, and in, in the close proximity to everything, you don't have to you know go out too far like in Vegas. So everything is you know when you're in Ohio, everything is the Arno. Yep. So it's always a good experience, always fun. Um, I'm not sure if you walked the expo. I know Arnold has walked the expo in the past, mm-hmm. you know, but uh a lot of it, it, it was just uh I don't think it's part of the Arnold, it's part of the companies cutting corners, being cheap as hell. They don't want to fly anybody. They rather put a million in their pocket instead of 900,000, you know, and the rest they could have for the athletes, you know. That.
0: I also know they they increased the prices last from last year to this year on boots and whatnot. And I know that turned off a lot of people.
1: Yeah. I mean, inflation. I mean, what can you do? You know, yeah. that's just part of it. I mean, at least, uh, I don't know, do some virtual reality with some of the pros and just have a, a screen there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guys, Bill Scarnati's checking in saying to say hello.
1: Hey, what's up, Bill? How you doing? I saw your son at the gym. Junior hey so I got I got a
2: question for you when when you um get people ready now for a contest um and um do you do you like do you start or recommend like a certain time frame 12 weeks out 16 weeks out do you rotate carbs do you like what's your approach when you get people ready
1: yeah initially um for me to get them ready I would need at least the four months, just so I can see how they execute exercises, because if they have some mediocre training, there's no amount of dieting, supplementation or anything that's really going to bring that kind of, you know, winning muscle to that stage.
2: I like I like what you're saying there, because yeah. I think the training
1: aspect is gone. Execution. These these guys, I mean, I see guys still underdeveloped and they're hanging out by the cables, they're doing a lot of cable curls, a lot of cable uh, chest workouts. And I'm like, you can't even bench 135. What are you doing on the cables? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, like, that makes no I sense. see that sense. Yeah, yeah, so a lot of the, um, the way they execute exercise is very important to me because you could write or follow a hundred different programs. If you don't execute them the way they should be, it doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't matter what you're doing you know and plus a a lot of kids now doing one breath max which i always called you know why bother because it's you know it's i guess you know everybody's with prs and this and that and i I mean i see you know chobarock people walking in the gym with with gallon of water i'm like what are you doing man (laughs) (laughs) you think you're in normal hobby desert what the hell's going on (laughs) yeah
2: i don't know where that came from i think i think like
1: I think it's all fad. It's all fad. It's all fad.
2: It's a combination of they're so confused. They don't know what, they don't know, like weightlifting, powerlifting,
1: bodybuilding, CrossFit, Crossfit. it's it's all blended together for them. Listen, (laughs) man, you step up to me with some Crocs and socks and you're asking me how to squat, I'm going to be like, yo, yo, just (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I see it every day. I like, come on, man, really, bro? Come on, respect the gym, man. You know, unless you're going to squat barefoot, I, I don't mind showing you. But uh I, I don't – I hate wasting the time. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? It, it, I go through the motions and everything. Usually my friends' kids, I see my friends going to the gym with their kids. You know, I'm like, oh, come over here. You know, try this. I like doing that, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I hate – Hoping a, a, a cute girl that has you know bad form and is doing a dumb exercise because you try to correct them. They're like, oh you try to pick me up. You like me? You into me? What is I'm gonna say you're half naked, but no. <laughs> oh my god. That's and so just, I don't want no shrapnel for my wife. So I I, I stay clear again. If I know you. If you're somebody from the neighborhood, I see, I don't mind. I, I like doing that because I always say, you're not going to get hurt in my watch, you know? And uh, most of these gyms, they want to, they want to quit, you know, to sell you a package right away. They sell a package. I'm like, you want to sell a package? You didn't even take the time to just show them how to do a barber curl, you know? It's like they're doing well, up to but because they don't know anymore. Yeah, but, but these gyms are, again, that's their gyms. I hope to one day get my own place and, and, and run my house the way it should be. That's all. Did you ever have a gym? Yes, I did. I did. I had a gym before. Where was that? In it was in Washington Heights. Oh, a while back. Yeah, that was, whew. I did that gym back in 2002.
2: How long did you have that for?
1: I only had it... uh to about of oh, two years. Yeah. Because two years. yeah, I was supposed to buy the building. It's just a lot of things didn't work out. Horrible partner. Uh my friends didn't believe, you know, that we could buy the building and no, you can't. well the building's not for sale. I'm like, come on. I spoke to the landlord. You know, we had first right of refusal. And I think somebody spoke about it. And uh I don't know. Basically we got, you know. We got bullied out of the building. Somebody had bought it from under us. Jeez. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of things. And I don't think I would I had a fight in me because again, for me to save the business, it would be to save my partner. And I just I just let it burn, you know? And and this all happened while I while I was at the Olympia in 2004. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. That was like, Vic, yo, they called me up. They're like, I think the marshals are coming tomorrow. They're going to close and take the equipment or, or we were selling the equipment or something. I said, and I was at the roulette table and I was like, let it burn. And I just hung up. I took a shot of whiskey and, and spin brown, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got ninth that year. Yeah. Could, probably could have been better, but you know, was that I mean, shot
2: before the Olympia or after the Olympia? Yeah, it was
1: actually before. It was before. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, again, I was, uh, because I was listening to a lot of people. They say, you know, Sean Ray, uh, not Sean Ray, Kevin LeBron drinks right before he uh, competes. So I, I heard that, and I heard that backstage at the 2003 Night of Champions. And they say, yo, Sean Ray usually takes a few shots before he competes. And I was like, oh, is that so? So I was just kind of doing the same, and it, it did help a little, but I think the lack of sleep didn't help me at all. You know, two days of no sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the the stress of losing a gym and something you put together with your own hands, you know. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my equipment. I, I think some guy called me that my equipment is up in Canada somewhere. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> my equipment.
2: So when you got home, the
1: gym was empty. I didn't even go back. You know, I oh. mean, ideally, ideally, I think if I was in the neighborhood at the time. And uh, they say the marshals were coming. I probably would have, you know, threw a match in it, you know, just because I was that crazy back then, you know. But I wasn't around. <laughs> That's funny. See so you yeah. also, I was you of also of, had a. Uh, when I was younger.
2: <laughs> you also. Um, Had a muscle maker
1: grill for a while, too. Oh, man. Listen, man. You said what I don't want to talk about. That's definitely one I don't want to talk about. Okay. Next next subject. They suck. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. You're so full of shit, bro. You're so full of shit, man. You know what? Let me leave it at this. My friend said, Vic, I want to open up 10 of them. What do you say? I was like, yeah. He goes, yeah, I'll give you 25% out of all of them. And I said, "Wow, that sounds nice." But you know what? I hate them so much. Hell no, <laughs> <laughs> because they they abandoned me during my weakest time, and uh, that's usually that's when you know that they're good enough to move forward. They're not, you know. So
0: Victor, somebody was asking a question: If you weren't a bodybuilder, what would you be doing?
1: Um, I don't know. My alter ego is a, is an architect, you know.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: No, I, I I wanted to actually believe it or not, I tried to join the military a few times. Oh, interesting. Know? I really, really wanted to be a marine. I wanted to be anywhere in it, and it was just uh I, I was just in too much trouble as a teenager, you know. Um, they, they couldn't take me because of uh, the uh open cases I had, you know and, and it was one of those things where was like, man, you know, and I think once I cleared one of my cases. I should have gone, but I was caught up in a freaking engagement. Okay. You know, I was actually engaged. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? It was my... I to- <laughs> you were yeah, young. Yeah, it was young. hell you know? You know, and I was just being robotic, you know? I was just like, this is what I did. This is when I trained. This is when I worked. This is when I went home. And it was just like a, a, a foggy years, you know, until... uh. One of my friends took me out to the club and then he woke me up and, and I realized uh she wasn't for me. You no. know, but no. it, it, I really wish I would have gone to the military. That's about it. So I think I would have been uh full force military.
0: Okay. All right. yeah.
1: Cool. yeah. After that, I didn't know anything else would have been after that. Yeah, <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Was there anyone in
2: particular that that started you in your bodybuilding journey?
1: Um, I think one of my biggest supporters was uh Steve Dickerson, uh, which is uh Chris Dickerson's cousin. Oh. Yeah, he uh I, I used to go to Bally's in the Bronx, 231st. Okay. Somebody was uh able to make me a fake ID. You know, I snuck into half the gyms I went to from the age of like 16 all the way to about 20. 19 yep. yeah yeah i snuck into all of them you're talking about Bally's on 231st uh columbia university on uh you know to uh 116th street they had a pretty good gym you know actually it's the first place i saw hammer string you know it which was only placed in the football section of the gym because you know hammer was for i mean they could deny it all they want, but I only always saw hammer and football gyms, you know, I like for for the uh, for the colleges or football or, or high school. And uh, also Lehman, Lehman College. I used to sneak into that gym, and, and it was all fake IDs. You can do them back then, you know. I had no- <laughs> well,
0: most people are getting fake IDs to get in the club and the bars, and you're getting them to get into a gym.
1: Well, when I worked in the tunnel... I used to take $50 and let underage kids go in and drink and do whatever. I was like, man, I just want my money. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, the tunnel. I haven't
2: heard that in a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was working oh, in the tunnel with a few of my friends, uh, my, my friend Sterling was uh, one of the guys who just like, yo, you're diesel. You want to work? And I'm like, cool. I took any job. Was like you had a job. I'm like, I didn't care what it was. Yep. I was doing it. I was there. I mean, I was bouncing. I was bartending. I, I mean, I was in photography school. I did everything because, again, I didn't have, you know, a guy like this is where I'm going. So I did everything and I kept myself open minded to all that stuff. But the tunnel was a good experience. That's Walking pretty cool. Peter Irrigation, limelight, all that stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Look at the movie, guys. I don't know the rest of the stuff that went on. there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, it's great that you have an open mind. I mean, that's that's all. Awesome. That's that's pretty cool. And and to think that you went to photography school.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did it. It was fun. And uh, I was I used to work out in Johnny Lats for about two hours, uh, and be, um, after that or before that, I would go down the street into the uh, dark room and develop my films. Oh, wow. Which was uh, you know the art of developing it is gone now. Everything's so digital now. And uh, yeah. No more dark rooms. But I think film is coming back, though.
2: Yeah, everything goes back. Yeah, yeah,
1: film's coming back, man. Come on, man. Maybe Maybe bodybuilding will will come back. 80s, baby.
0: (laughs) Victor, someone else is asking, whose physique blew you away when you finally met that person? Who you're just an awestruck with?
1: I think the first one, before I even got into a gym, I think it was Caprice Murray. Caprice.
0: That's an old name. Wow. Wow.
1: Caprice was just, I think he was just born big. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He was just born big. And he had the sickest quads. I mean, I I swear he was a sprinter uh, in the uh, junior high school. But he was just big. He was big. And I I remember uh, Eddie used to train him. He used to work out with uh, Ivy White. But after Caprice, Ivory White was, I think, most impressive because he was always in shape. Ivory White was natural bodybuilder, you know, NGA competitive bodybuilder. Then then it was like, okay, you see them guys, you're like, wow, you know, big, you know, huge. Then I go downtown because I had this uh, crew of people from the local area, from Elmo's Gym on 158th Street almost yeah 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 which was like 20 dollars a month at the time and, and uh you know i told the guys listen guys i know there's more we can learn i know there's more that we can explore let's start going to different gyms every saturday and i only had about one or two takers and we would get on that subway get downtown we would hit a uh, natural physique remember in nicole bass's gym yep Wow, yeah. I know she
0: had a gym. Okay. Nicole and Bob.
1: Yeah, yeah, Nicole guys had a gym, and I felt so bad because uh, when I got there, I didn't know I wasn't in the industry, you know, so I was just kind of like, excuse me, sir, I like to train for the day, and she's like, okay, oh. cool, kid.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: That'll be $100. I don't know. But, you know, she was nice, and uh, I was like, fuck, man, I'll never make that mistake again. And uh, worked out there, worked out in Better Bodies, worked out in Mid-City. Mid-City was stellar, man. All those wrestlers used to go there. The original
2: Mid-City. I think you knew one of my friends from there, Um, Darren Page.
1: Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, yeah. Darren's a nurse now. He's a nurse. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a nurse, man. Graduated. He's a nurse. We used to uh, work out together in Steel Gym.
2: Yep. Yeah, I haven't seen him in years.
1: No, no, Darren Page is doing good, and he got his nursing degree. He's just like, man, I think I did all my bodybuilding. I got to do something else. So, Darren was a was a you know he's a far you know head thinker. So, um, Darren was always cool. I actually, you know he helped me with a lot of stuff back in the days. Also, mm-hmm. he's always a good guy. On the yeah, Darren, what other gym, man? What other gym, man? And at that time, it was Better Bodies when Brian Moss used to own it. Yep. Better bodies, and you go down there, you see all the posing trunks from all the past competitors. Arnold used to train there, you know? Yeah, there's so much history in New York
2: that that today guys don't even know about it.
1: Well, it it was the best thing ever. It was the best thing ever. But uh, going down to those gyms, that's basically I stayed downtown, you know, because uptown it was just literally five to ten guys in the gym and nobody had a clue. And the guys that didn't know, they didn't want to share anything, you know, <laughs> yeah. nothing, you know. But when I went downtown, it was uh, that's when I made uh, I met Michael Jablon, you know, you know him. He's a play. Yeah, yeah, Mike Jablon, Orville Burke, and then uh Orville. That's this when I got thrown off. Orville Burke and Kai Green. I was like, okay, <laughs> w- w- what's going on here? Like, what there is was- this?
2: Orville was a monster.
1: Orville was a freaking monster. And then Kai's walking around with a freaking bucket of freaking chicken, it, pale, last chicken too. You know, not even not even grilled. I think he was boiling his chicken, and he was eating the chicken like I would eat my popcorn. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is, and I'm here eating a blimpy, a blimpy sandwich, you know. Jeez. And I'm like, okay, so this is what I'm doing wrong. And I swear, that was, uh, I was 21. I think that was the last blimpy sandwich I had, man. I was like, no, I got to step it up, man. Whatever happened to Orville Burke? Orville Burke? Uh Did he passed away? No, no, he's alive. He's alive. Uh, I don't i don't know if you remember. He was remember. in a
0: hospital for a while, like way back in the 2000s. Was he in a hospital yes. for a while?
1: Yes. uh, it was 2001 or two, I, I believe. He had done the... Uh, Olympia. Heart attack,
0: heart attack or something. No,
1: no, no. He, uh, he, the story is he basically, he qualified. He won the, the New York pro or the night of champions. Yes. Night of champions. He qualified, went to the Olympia, got top 10, started doing a photo shoot with Chris, uh, Chris Lund. Chris Lund. Yeah. So, you know, Chris, can you go heavier, I, I had a photo. Yeah. Can you go heavier and and oh, orville man. mind you, orbital was huge, but oval will curl to 30 pounds and that's it, yeah. mobile never squat or anything. So, when he was giving him, I think, something to do tricep, and uh, you know, it popped his tricep popped. Went into the hospital, they signed off on the surgery, and uh, I, I think the uh, anesthesia affected him, so okay. yeah, yeah, when yeah, that's, that's yeah, 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 yeah. When he recovered, it wasn't you know, orbital. The usual oval. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything else is out there, you know?
0: Victor, yeah. do you ever spend any time on the, on the West Coast? Uh, you're on the East Coast. And do you ever go to the West Coast to hang out?
1: I miss it. That, that's where I actually brought my wife from. <laughs> you know, the West Coast, yeah. I miss going out there because I used to go uh, almost every month. I was going every month, training with Charles. I was training with Charles. I got to chill with Stan. Uh, Melvin Anthony, I mean, basically, you, you know, the mecca everybody was just there, total gym Yeah, rat. yeah it, it was, was awesome. awesome.
0: But you feel it was a different mentality though? Because Vinny and I talk about it like over there, which you train, go to the beach for a couple hours, where here it's like,
1: yeah, it's like, yeah, east. that's it's what I totally was saying. Mindset, though. yeah, I was saying that before you go over there, you train earlier, like between you know, nine, 10 or 11 or even until two, then from there you go straight to the boardwalk or yeah. firehouse, then the boardwalk. Yeah. The firehouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I miss those days. I miss going back, but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, can't, can't, don't have the leisure right now. Don't have the sure. leisure have to uh, work on other things and get that money coming in. You know, girls are getting expensive, the kids.
2: So tell us a little bit, um, what you're
1: doing. You have your own podcast now? Yes, uh Generation Iron podcast, every Fridays. Uh we do them and uh we usually release them by Mondays, Tuesday, do it with Black Uden, uh, you know, and the uh you know other fellas Edward Mejia and uh you know Generation Iron Persia Esan Farai. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Kind of trying to pop something off. Let's see. You never know. There's so much shit to talk about in this industry. Come on. You know that, Vinny. Yes. <laughs> a, lot, a,
2: lot, a lot that we could talk about and shouldn't.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's all good. We keep it, you know, we keep it real. And again, without burning any bridges, you know, because you can speak as much as you want and everything. At the end of the day, everybody made their own choices. Nobody forced anybody to do anything. So that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. So we just—that's why I'm still in the industry. That's why I'm still going hard in the industry. Um, I can't say I hate this guy. I hate that guy. It, it's again, you know.
2: I always hated that man.
1: Oh man, you know that. what? It's just—I'm not. I, I always said, you know, regardless how I finish this bodybuilding, I—I I don't want to be this bitter guy. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to yep. be this bitter pro and just kind of say ah, this fucking shit, and you know what happened you happened. The- end of the day, yeah, yeah. It happened, you signed up, you died it. You had four, three, or three months or 12 weeks to pull out. Nobody put a gun to your head, and that's it, you know? So everything that goes out um, that's coming out now, and anybody or anybody, you know, just decided to scratch their ass in the morning and start, you know, harassing people on what they did back in 1992 or back in, you know, 2000. Mm -hmm. It's like, dude, like, what is this, you know? It's kind of like the the women's shooting is trying to sue Ron Jeremy from 1968. <laughs> you know, whatever, 78. It's one of those things. like, listen, man, I know everybody's hurting. They want money, but uh, we did this. We did this. We decided to do it, and it was for the pure love of it, and I have zero regrets. Cool. So you got the
2: podcast. You got your supplement line. Yes. Um, you got your contest coming up. Uh, is there anything else you want to tell your fans before we get a- ending here?
1: Like anything? No, I, just, I just want to let them know. I know. I know a lot of them wanted me to compete. I know I want to compete, you know, I don't mind doing it, but it, it's just got to make you sense. You still
0: a diesel, brother. You you lift your arms here. Oh, you still a no, fucking I, diesel.
1: <laughs> I, I work out. I still work out five, six days a week sometimes, you know, and, uh, love doing it but at the end of the day you know taking care of the home front is always first i don't want to sacrifice my home for you know just it's got to make sense it's gotta, actually it's got to make dollars <laughs> sure sure yep yes yes well that's it well well we thank you
2: for coming on man
1: thank well, you Vinny. thank uh, you yeah. sean i appreciate you guys
2: our pleasure
1: yeah door's always open brother Oh, thank you, man. I'm sure yeah, we'll come back and off something again. So, Vinny, so you're doing the Masters, huh? If I get invited, yes, I will be doing it. You should get invited, man. I you
2: hope I get, get invited. invited,
1: man. I hope so. Come on, we'll on uh, April 24th. We'll do on uh, April 24th. Yeah, so so what is it, the end of July or August? August 26th. Yeah, yeah. August 26th. That's nice, man. Oh, it should be good. You know what, man? Either way... I, I won't either. If I won't compete, I still support it whichever way and uh, bully for you, Vin.
2: Thank you. Maybe we can get together. You can help me out
1: with my posing routine, Dude, man. It'll be a freaking pleasure, my brother. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk. All right, all right. All right. Thank, Thank you, guys, Victor.
0: Thank you. Some, so as, we, as we, you, guys, man. Victor, as you wind down, somebody's asking who's the best bodybuilder to come out of Jersey or New York?
1: Come out of Jersey oh. Are there Jersey you? or New York? And Vinny me no oh, i would say you jersey? no no jersey because i'm from new york uh Vinny, i remember the Vinny, francis gaspari. and there was another guy it was, a, it was a puerto rican guy man i'd say rich gaspari oh dude there you go yeah. <laughs> sorry rich sorry man <laughs> <laughs> no rich is the master blue so of- Bluezilla, man mm-hmm.
0: So, Victor, plug your Instagram. Where can people learn about you? You're something in line. Let everybody know.
1: Yes, yes. Anybody wants to train, I only have four slots left. That's it. Four. That's it. And again, it's real training. I know those bullshit bringing, you know, counting your way to anything. Um, uh, social media is uh, Instagram, the Dominican Dominator. Um, Twitter, I don't tweet much. <laughs> and Facebook is I don't think
0: anybody else, Old folks don't.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to tweet, man. I don't want to talk so much, man. <laughs> and plus, I don't want to embarrass my daughters. You nope. <laughs> Thank you, guys, man. All right. Thanks, Victor. All
0: right. Victor, it's been a pleasure. And uh, next week, folks, we have Sharon Bruneau
1: joining the show. Sharon Bruneau. So, oh, so I'm logging in, man. I'm logging yep. in. Nice, man. Yeah, Sharon Bruneau. Perfect, man. Still have our magazine front cover. Good night, guys. Take care, guys. Thank you,
0: Victor. Take care. Thank you, everybody.